to the Pure Nintendo podcast. My name is Gemma, and with me this week, I have President Hudson's biggest supporter. I have Kirk. Welcome back, Kirk. Good to be here. President Hudson's <laughs> giving me time because I uh, have taken a job with him. <laughs> and I also have the dynamic duo of Justin and Katie. Welcome, Justin and Katie. Hello. 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 It's good to have you. I don't know if Katie's been on this show before or for a while at least, so it's really nice no, to have no. you back. I think this is the first time for this particular podcast, yeah. 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 Awesome. And this week we're going to be dedicating uh, our time to Tears of the Kingdom once again because it's just such a huge game and we only have an hour to talk about it. So <laughs> this week we'll, again, we'll avoid major spoilers. We're not going to tell you where Zelda is or where the Master Sword is, but we're going to be a little bit more helpful and try to give you some tips and tricks along the way with things that we've discovered. But let's start off and see where we're at. Uh, now, Justin, you weren't with us last week, so would you like to start by saying uh, kind of briefly where you're at in the game, how much time you've spent and kind of what you've been doing, adventuring-wise? And Katie yeah. as well, because you guys, you guys have your own copy each, right? So you're kind of on different tangents. Is that the deal? Yeah. So we're yeah we're doing our own games and our own yep. way cool. of playing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've right. been I'm at 15 hours or more. Mm -hmm. At 10. 10, 10 okay. hours or more. Yeah. So we're pretty cool. pretty close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you helping each other? Uh, <laughs> we, we've been we've been. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we've been taking like just different routes. We haven't helped me out with some of the shrines. It, it did help me that one time. I had to jump over some laser thing and I just yeah. couldn't get the timing right. Yeah. You're like, oh, sure. I'll help you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, yeah. and then she, she's been finding stuff that I haven't been finding. So I've been, I've been going to more of the dungeon locations and she's been mm -hmm. doing the, the geoglyphs and geoglyphs, things. Yeah. And I was like, where is that? I don't know. What, what, what are those? You know, like, I haven't ever yeah. touched that, that quest. So. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, and Kirk, how are you going? How's your timeline looking these days? Because you were at like 25 last week, I think. Yes. And um, I, I'm now at 50 plus hours. Uh, nice. <laughs> I, I don't know if I put 25 hours in last week. That was just an estimate, I think, oh, because true. we didn't, it wasn't reporting it yet. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I can't imagine I spent 25 hours in one week. Maybe I did. But yeah, 50 plus. Either way, that's pretty impressive. How's your son Sam going? He's further along than I am. He's he's put more time into it than me, I think, um, and <laughs> yep. has been helping me out where necessary. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I'm at around the 25 to 30 mark. Mine does say 25 or more. So I was, you know, I didn't get as much time this week as I'd hoped. I've been trying to play a little bit every day or night. Um, as we all know, it's, it's hard to fit in some sometimes with work and kids and stuff, but uh, you know, I've seen, and I wanted to kind of bring this point uh, up first is that, you know, everyone's got different hours. And I think even on, you know, on Twitter and on the internet in general, you see people are doing 60 or hundred hours, whatever. But the one thing they all have in common is that they all feel like they really have a lot more to go. It's like, it, this is a huge game. <laughs> this is so massive. So, uh, I mean, and like you guys are saying, Justin and Katie, you kind of, you kind of can go in any direction at any point and do whatever you like. And I'm loving it so much. I just can't stop thinking about this game. I haven't been this into a game probably in a long time, but <laughs> are you having that same feeling? Are you kind of like just wanting to jump straight back in? Um, maybe Justin, how do you feel? Cause we didn't have you on last week. So really keen for your impressions, you know, after you've, you've been in the game for 15 hours. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been good. The, 
you know, it, it's been a lot of fun. I've been uh, doing some of the dungeons. I've been kind of beelining it to the, you know, as soon as you get those four points, right, for the phenomena or whatever that you have to investigate. Um, so I did the did the northwest one first, and then the north one, and then the east one is what I'm what I'm on right now. But um, yeah, like I guess impressions wise, like there's there's aspects that have improved that I'm like, yeah, this is this is great. I, <laughs> honestly, the, the bosses have been really fun. Yeah. Um, but the the dungeons uh, or the temples, as they're calling them, have been just a little bit underwhelming but um anyways but but otherwise like like the caves the chasms i i, I could i could still explore uh, quite a bit mm. of the, the depths of the chasms but um but like i i don't know that i have a fully formed opinion yet but at least yeah. so far um you know the things that i didn't didn't necessarily like about the formula in breath of the wild are still kind of there and it i mean it's still it's still totally understandable you know a game sells 30 million copies you're not going <laughs> to too much from that um, yeah yeah but i you know i like that the dungeons are themed at least i, I think that was something that i uh, had mentioned uh, for for breath of the wild that i had want to see improved because yeah, really the dungeon the divine beasts and the and the shrines in the first game were were, were largely the same aesthetically you know mm-hmm. so now, now we've got We've got a wind temple. We've got a fire temple. We've got you know a water temple, and they're they're all fairly diverse, which is really cool. Um, and again, the bosses are really fun, but there's just not so much in the way of puzzles that I was hoping for in the dungeons. It seems like they still like more of the interesting puzzles are happening in the shrines, and those mm-hmm. the shrines are great, but they're they're like these little you know pieces of like like these little highs where you. You solve it and you're like, oh, okay, it's done. Okay, I just got a little more. <laughs> I need to collect four of those to get to get a heart container. Like it just, it, it's just a little bit of that. Um, you know, with some of the dungeons and, and past Zelda games, it was kind of this big culmination. I liked getting mm. the keys and having kind of you know, like it, it's kind of nice having it fully open. Like in the in the Goron place, you can kind of fly around and do whatever you want with the minecarts and and kind of, it, but it because you can solve it 20, 50 different ways, it, it does kind of just, um, I don't know, it made it just a little less special, but, um, so I, you know, I, I'm still, I'm still definitely enjoying my time, but I'm, yeah. Okay. That's cool. I'm interested in this dungeon thing because I haven't done any dungeons. So this is a part of going different ways and doing different things. And Kirk, I think you had already encountered dungeons last week. Is that correct? Yes. 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 I, I had finished one last week and now I'm at two. Okay. Now, this might be a tip because I don't really know. I, I'm having a little trouble understanding the difference between, say, dungeons and chasms. They're not the same thing, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So chasms, I have been in a chasm this week because I hadn't last week. So I've, I've been finding the chasms. But I think I explained last week I, I was late in getting the paraglider <laughs> because I went roaming first and then I couldn't do anything that needed you know, gliding. So um, I did go back and get that. And so I did take my first foray into a chasm and we'll talk about that later, but let's talk about the dungeons for a second. Cause you said that you've, what was the word you used? You have to go and find the four things. Uh, but not phenomena. phenomena. Right? Like, uh, I think, I think that's what the, the, the main quest says, right? It's like investigate the four phenomena that are happening or something. Yeah. Once like you that. jump off the 
Sky Island, I think you meet up with what's her name? Pura. Pura, and she yeah. sends you on the. Yeah, and so that's like the first main quest is like, hey, you've got these four. Here's four little, you know, yellow dots. Um, explore these, but um, so I, I kind of went straight to doing that. I did actually see one of the geoglyphs, mm-hmm. and, but I got distracted with a cave. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, so it was like the geo. It's the geoglyph. Like if you're heading west from Hyrule Castle Town, there mm-hmm. or the, you know, that they're rebuilding. Uh, so I just headed west. You see a geoglyph on on this nice, you know, grassy uh, hill, and I walked. Uh, I was walking up to it, and there was a little dot, and I'm like, "Oh, is this dot like part of the geoglyph? Is this part of the thing?" And I got closer to it, and I was like, "Oh, it's a hole!" It's but it was this real tiny hole that's like <laughs> literally just like the size of Link, basically. And I'm like, uh, "Should I fall down? Uh, sure, let's go." You know, <laughs> and I went down there, and it. Uh, ended up being a cave that Katie had found as well, but mm-hmm. she found the entrance to the proper entrance to it. <laughs> <laughs> I happened to, you know, fall into this this hole. But, anyways, it the, the caves have been really interesting. So that that's kind of the difference yeah. too. Is like the chasms are almost like like these massive holes that go all the way down to the depths, right? Which is that kind of it's a large area under under high roll down there, but. Uh, but then the caves are like these little, you know, you know, literally, literally caves that are in the <laughs> overworld, right? They're in Hyrule proper. Uh, they might be, I've seen some in Death Mountain, uh, Death Mountain area, and then some in the Rito area. And they're pretty diverse. There's some pretty cool um, plants and mm-hmm. you know, creatures in there. I've seen plenty of like-likes and different, different types of Yeah, life. yeah, I've seen them. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um and I think there's like over 400 caves to explore. So there's a, there are a lot, <laughs> many, many caves. I don't know how many. I don't know if that one keeps a count for you. I don't think you can necessarily see how many caves you've explored. Yeah. I know it checks. It puts a check mark on your map. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you do, if you do like, uh, like there's a little cave icon on the map, and then if, uh, if oh, it has a little, a little check, check mark, on it, yeah, if there's okay. a check mark on it, then you've you've at least hmm. you, know, you know like you get when you go into a cave, it says discovery, and then it yes. and gives some yes. name. So, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't okay. know if they'll have a count somewhere in your in, in the pause. Menu, Maybe but. you'd think so. That's cool. I didn't know about the check thing. That's pretty interesting. And how many of the sky towers have we got? Maybe Katie. You want to you field that question? Uh, I've gotten three Sky Towers so far. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's pretty good, and you've been playing 10 hours. You're doing so yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of did sort of more of like I was hitting the, the glyphs and the shrines and the towers, mm-hmm. the dungeons, where Justin was like, dungeons, 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 dungeons. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that he missed the most, I think, in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> uh, like, show me what you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. I found, I think I found four sky towers, but two didn't work and I need to work out how to kind of get in, get into them. Like the first one obviously was the lookout, uh, whatever it's called, lookout landing, whatever it is, that one obviously works. I found some other random one that worked and that's down South somewhere. I think near Lake uh, Hillier somewhere, but there were two others I found on the way and one had a, like a guard out the front, like not a, not a, Zoni god or anything, just uh, one of the bird um, species, creatures. Um, what's the name of that species? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, one of those guys. And he was like, yeah, I can't get in. It's kind of stuck. 
and he went on about mushrooms. So I'm not sure what he wants from me. Maybe some mushrooms, but I couldn't work it out, so I moved on. And then there was another one that the door was open, but the the pure pad thingy didn't it wouldn't activate. So something's wrong with that one. So I need to like do something there as well. So I don't know if anyone else has come across these two in particular. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, I did come across some of those, and there are the each of the towers that I've come across. There's sort of some little puzzles to. Uh, there was one where the top of it was open Ooh. and, uh, but yeah, the Pura pad wasn't working. And so mm. you have to just kind of work out how to yeah. get, get in around that. And then another one had that like sludge stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, I haven't encountered the sludge. Yeah. The, the sludge is interesting. And it, it's funny, like, it, like, once I, once I discovered how to get in there, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense, you know, but like, <laughs> but like, like, like you go there and you're like, there's sludges blocking my way. This is ridiculous. Why, you know, and, it, you know, kind of, kind of stomp off in disgust of like, I wanted to, I wanted to get into this tower and I, I can't do it. <laughs> like, you know, come to fact, I, I literally had the item and or items to do, to get in there, but I just didn't know <laughs> that that was what would do it, but. Anyways. Right. Okay. And Kirk, how's your Sky Tower um, explosion going? <laughs> I think I'm up to five. Wow. Now. Okay. That's um, pretty good. At, yeah. at the beginning, I was sort of seeking them out because of how important they were in the last one. Um, now it's just if I see one nearby, uh, it makes exploration easier. So I'm like, why not mm-hmm. go, you know, get this and getting access to the sky, especially if you're looking for glyphs. If you're, you know, it shoots you up and you can see everything, yeah. they're easier to find. Yeah, true. Um, I will say that a few of them have had puzzles to get into them. And in my experience, everything you need to get in is like right at that location. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to have to explore all of Hyrule to find what you need to get in. It's <laughs> okay. just a matter of, of, you know, figuring out what's available to you with, you know, right in the area or discovering what you need to, and then going in. Okay. That's a good tip. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know how many there are altogether? In terms of sky towers, like you've got five, are they like eight it's, or ten? It seems like it seems like on the map, like the regions are bigger now, which I kind mm. of like that it's, it's not as many towers. So it seems like mm. there's fewer towers, uh, which is kind of cool because like you still can get up to the sky with the the recallability and the little falling pieces, like falling mm-hmm. chunks, right, of the sky islands. So I think they figured like, well, we don't need as many towers. You don't need to get up as high everywhere because you are going to be able to get up there with just you know doing recall on those and yeah so yeah i think it's i think it's less i'm trying to remember the last game was there like 16 or 20 towers okay i yeah. can't remember like, yeah. <laughs> yeah i can't remember either but it's, think- it's not like i encountered them more frequently than like this mm. one seems like mm-hmm. yeah than. definitely well speaking of sky islands i mean so have, have you used the ascendability to get back up is that something that everyone's done or not yeah. 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 Cool. You guys have packed a lot into your time so far. <laughs> when I was at like 10, 15 hours, I was, yeah, no, I hadn't. <laughs> I think yeah. I tried to like recall, sorry, not ascend. Yeah. When I tried to recall one of those uh, things that came crashing down with those like rock rock pieces or whatever, it went up to nowhere. So I'm like, oh, well, that's. I don't know what to do. Maybe also I didn't have the glider though at that point. So maybe I could have glided somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think once you get the paraglider, that that's, that's really key, right? Cause then you can, even if it, even if it doesn't connect to some other bigger sky islands, that little rock piece, 
it still gives you gets you up higher and then you can just you know glide from yeah there. yeah but, um, yeah so the, i mean you can divide the world into three i suppose you've got hyrule proper like you said we've got the um the cousins and the depths and then there's the sky island so you can kind of and i mean i've chosen to stay mostly in hyrule i haven't really gone apart from one chasm and a little tiny amount of Sky Island exploration. So I've been sort of centering my attention there. Um, Kirk, what's your kind of, uh, I guess, proportion-wise? Are you kind of mostly in Hyrule? Because you've done a lot of kind of depths and chasm stuff, I think. Yeah, mo- mostly Hyrule. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't sought out any Sky Islands unless a, uh, a quest or the story called for it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes if I'm up in the air, they, you know, either via recall or the towers and I'm nearby one, I will check it out. I'll lay in and check it out. Um, but for the most part on Hyrule, I haven't gone back into the chasms much at all. And I think it, I should say chasm because I, I believe it's just one huge area underground, um, that, you know, no matter where you go in, you're going to be able to access everything. You can run around down there like you could on Hyrule itself. Um, at least it seems that way to me from, from what I've seen so far. But mm. uh, um, I, I, I'm still trying to get some better weapons and some better uh, outfits that will help me out down there so I'm I'm more <laughs> effective against the monsters that I'm like facing. Like the glowing pants that you had. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, like, take away your hearts. Like, Oh, yeah. it's if, terrible. It's Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, my one chasm experience – I don't know why I finally decided to go into one because I was on a quest, not a quest, but I was on a mission myself to get to the next geoglyph because I uh, I saw one over near like Hilia. And again, I was just exploring. I was just wandering around looking for sky towers, looking for shrines, and I saw a geoglyph on a hill kind of on the side, you know, um, over that way. And this is kind of south, yeah, near, near the lake area. And there was a chasm there and I don't know why I thought, you know what, it's time to go into a chasm. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't know if I'm glad I did because it's terrifying down there. It's like <laughs> so dark. And like you said, you touch the, whatever the, what is the stuff called that's on the ground? The gloom. The gloom. Yeah. yeah. So you touch the gloom, you lose hearts. And then I went to eat something to, you know, refill my hearts. And it says, oh, this won't, refill your hearts yeah. that, that that's like are you sure you want to still eat and yeah I, the first time i was like of course still eat i got in and read the thing and i was like eat, yeah, eat, eat. yeah me, like, too. Oh, me too me oh. too like, and then i realized i'm like wait what what <laughs> and i'm like oh maybe i ate the wrong thing so i, tried, I looked at another one i looked at the, actually looked at the message i'm like wait i can't revive down here this is terrible so the one cousin that i went to it seems a small one because there was only so um, you know how there's those light light towers under the ground like in yeah, the castles yeah, yeah. The so this yeah light roots this one only had one as far as I can tell and I kind of looked it up because I'm like I didn't know what to do I found the one light route and I activated it and then I'm wandering around getting you know gloops gloomed all over me and. Uh, enemies and because the enemies are hard to attack because then they go into the gloom and you're like well I don't want to attack you there because I'll get affected <laughs> so I'm wandering around I have no idea what to do so I looked it up and apparently there's only one light route in this particular chasm near Lake Hillier. Um but most of them have a bunch right you have to go around and activate a whole lot so I think this is the exception but I couldn't find any other way and that was my question to you as well I couldn't find any way out of this thing so I just like 
fast traveled. <laughs> I right. could not find an exit. Is there meant to be an exit to these chasms? Because they seem like you're trapped there forever. <laughs> I think, Who wants to answer I, that? <laughs> I think so. Like I, I, I fast traveled previously too, Kirk, but I think the light routes, aren't they supposed to be able to warp you back up? Or I, thought I couldn't were... find a way to. Kirk, hmm. with more experience down there, have you... Um, the I have always just found, sought the easiest way out, and that was always just a fast travel. So yeah, okay. if, if there is another way out, I haven't even gone looking for it. I just warped <laughs> to the nearest location or whatever I want to do next. I wasted so much time trying to ascend through a light route. A light yeah, I climbed up on the light route and then tried to ascend. No, mm. it just yeah. didn't. <laughs> At least not in this one particular one that I was in. And yep. Yeah. I mean, how do you know when you're in a chasm when you found all the light routes? Because that was the other thing. I didn't know until I Googled that this one only had the one. Like, how do you know when you're done in a chasm? Yeah. Well, again, like like Kirk said, I think that it's all interconnected down there. I haven't unlocked mm. the, the full map, but um, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything necessarily, but I think yeah. it's, it's very large down there. So, yep. <laughs> so yeah, like the, the chasms truly are just a hole that connects you from high roll to the lower world. Yeah. Sort of like low rule, but not low rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting. Um, yeah. And I, I just, it's, so different and dark and like, I mean, so Trev isn't with us today, but his tip was to collect as many bright blooms as possible. Yeah. And I know why he said that because yeah. you need them in the chasms. in yeah. the depths. Yeah. It's really, really dark. Do not underestimate. If you haven't been there, if you're listening and you haven't been down there, stock up on bright blooms. <laughs> and you can get a lot of bright blooms in caves. Uh, yes, so that's true. Or even on the sky islands, uh, caves, there's quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a good supply. I think I have well over 100 at the moment. So, yeah, but I've only done the one chasm. So, yeah, <laughs> I know I'll need a lot more. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's amazing how detailed it is in terms of these three levels, like I was saying, the overworld, underworld, and then the sky world. It's just so much detail. And I said this last week, I just can't imagine how much time and effort has gone into creating this world for us to run around in it's just yeah it's incredible um let's go back to geoglyphs for a second then so have we all spoken to impa i'm guessing i have not yeah just okay i have not yeah yeah okay cool and so from there and do we want to say where she is to help people or do we not want to give that information away kind of give some kind of clue as to where she's located in terms of like east west of Central Hyrule. I think if you follow the story elements, it mm-hmm. takes you to her pretty quickly. So if you haven't found her, then just like go to one of the yellow dots. I believe it's been a while because that was one of the first things I did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it, like basically I got distracted by that cave, and I think she, she was basically, <laughs> she was basically like a hundred feet from from that, you know. But I went down the cave, and then oh, I just kind of, okay, kind of moved on. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, in that initial, if you're going west towards Rito, um, towards that first yellow dot, um, you find the first stable and uh, and then that geoglyph is right there and Impa is like in the middle of it. So yeah, Katie was like, yeah, I found Impa. And I was like, what? And, she, and, <laughs> and, 
And Katie, Katie was like, yeah, I'm going to the Forgotten Temple. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> but yeah, so she's she's further along on that kind of main quest. But Yeah. And she's like, you're going straight to the dungeons? What? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested how many shrines you've got, Katie, because that's been your focus. Well, one of your focuses. Um, well, if you include the three on on the um, Sky Island, I've got thirteen. Okay, so that's pretty good. Yeah, that's actually really good <laughs> for ten hours. I'm so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think including those ones up above, I've got maybe eighteen um, after twenty five hours. So, yeah. How about you, Kirk? What's your shrine? I don't know the actual number. I know that when my son sees it, he makes fun of me because he's got (laughs) so many more than I do. So maybe I'm not looking out of shame. Uh, (laughs) I would assume it's probably around 20. Yeah, okay. Can you tell? Because once you trade in your your blessings for hearts or stamina, can you still see how many you've done anywhere? Hmm. I'd imagine on your map it would show... Well, they're all... um, uh, Teleport teleportation points. Yeah, yeah. So there's you, no like number. You can't just see it. You've done yeah, X shrines. Mm. I don't know if there I is. Think a, there may be an icon on like the the screen when you warp around and it shows you like some progress elements up there. I believe there's an icon oh, for yeah. shrines. Um, yeah, that's okay. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the geoglyphs are really interesting. Um, so I've found I've only found two so far: the one with Impa and then the one that I was saying on the the mountains, kind of down south near. Lake Hillier. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's south because it's down on the map, right? The map doesn't turn yeah. around or anything, does it? Yeah. It's like north is up, south is down, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, and so that was fun um, and that's it, it was when I got distracted by the chasm and then I had to go and then I had to fast travel to the nearest shrine, which wasn't really that close, so then I had to kind of travel back <laughs> to the thing. And so the other thing that was near this geoglyph was the Great Plateau, which I think Kirk mentioned last week. Yes. Right? Yeah. I did yeah. There. Yes. So that's kind of the area I'm in at the moment. Um, and I'm not really sure what to do in the Great Plateau. It's just another area really to explore. But it looks like there's another sky tower that I'm heading towards and another shrine or two. So um, I keep thinking I need to go back to the very beginning, like to the to the kind of lookout landing and, and maybe go to the first chasm because maybe that's – more obvious chasm to try first rather than one random one out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so, um, and I also need to go back and trade in some of my blessings for hearts. I have, haven't actually done that in a while and I, I could probably use some more stamina. Um, but I keep, yeah, like I said, I keep getting distracted. Is this a problem that anyone else is having where it's like, Oh, I should do that. But I really, I think Justin, you kind of mentioned that you got distracted on the way to whatever emperor or the geoglyphs or something. So is this a common theme that we're finding? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Do you find that um, more exciting or annoying or just a little bit of both? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, probably a little of both. Like you're, uh, there is just a lot of interesting things. So it's, you almost feel, you feel a little spoiled, like, man, I'm, yeah. you know, <laughs> if we're complaining about that, man, there's so many interesting things to do, you know, like that, that, uh, for all the other games out there that aren't as, you know, amazing as Zelda games, it's like, Hey, Hey, easy, you know, but um, <laughs> yeah. 
anyways, yeah, it is a little bit annoying, in it, but uh, it's still it's still fun. Like there's there's there is just so much to do. I, I think at times, like my impression of the game, like I remember again, I'm some of the older Zelda games. You could beat most any Zelda game in twenty to thirty hours, right? Like you could. You could pretty much see everything. If you wanted 100% a previous Zelda game, like a 3D one, a 2D ones are probably a little bit shorter, but, um, you know, you're looking at 20 to 40 hours. Um, like this, like you're saying, Kirk, like you could be 50 hours in and you're like, I'm, I'm, I've done one of the dungeons or two, you know, like there's just so much to, there's so many different things you can do in the game that are really diverse. You know, you don't have to, have to go to the dungeons at all right like hey i want to find more zonai parts and i want to build the craziest mech thing i can think of or you know there's just (laughs) there's so much to do so it truly it feels like a game where you are you're more often than than not determining what you're gonna do in it rather than it telling you what to do but yeah that's true yeah you kind of lead you're in control i suppose you're leading your own adventure and yeah, it's <clears throat> so. <laughs> I guess yeah. Why it's annoying or and or exciting? It's obviously exciting for the reasons you just said. It's it's a huge game with like so many hours worth of gameplay. Um, I don't even know what kind of number we're going to be looking at by the time we ever get sick of this or finish it. But it's going to be uh, well over a hundred. Um, annoying. It's only because for me, I just like ticking things off a list. I like to complete things. And when I keep seeing caves and I keep seeing, like, I just go straight for them, obviously, but I would just, I want to get stuff done. (laughs) And it's, yeah, there's a lot to do. It's a little overwhelming, I suppose, is more of a better term. It can be overwhelming. It's just, I just want to do this, but then I also have to do this. And it's like, it's almost like a real life situation where you're, you know, you're at work and you've got these tasks you need to do and you need to prioritize them. It's like putting that into Zelda, like I need to do this first and then this and then this and then then I can do this and then I can get this and then I really want to do this. I need to make time for that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting way to play. Um, but as I said, I'm having a lot of fun with it and kind of thinking about it uh, when I'm not playing it. So <laughs> I think that's a good sign. So <laughs> um, but let's, <laughs> let's talk about some more of the kind of collectibles because there are so many, like – Apart from chasms, apart from sky islands and geoglyphs and dungeons, there's so and then and then caves. I've already mentioned caves. Over 400 of those. There's just so much more to do. I mean, we all know about the Korok seeds. I think there's a thousand this time around. And I mean, I'm not actively looking for them. I just seem to find them randomly. But there's also things like President Hudson. So at the start, I kind of alluded to that with Kirk because you seem to be a fan of President Hudson. <laughs> Um, well, just based on last week anyway, and I hadn't really even interacted much with, um, his supporter. Does he have a name? Does President Hudson supporter have a name? Uh, Yeah, it begins with an A. I I, I can't remember the actual name. Okay. Um, But yeah, like Addison? It may be Addison. Something like that. Yep. So if you haven't found these, it's, there's little, what, what do you call it? Little kind of areas of buildable materials and someone's there putting a sign up to say, what does the sign even say? President Hudson 
Yeah, like <laughs> President Hudson owns a construction company. Yeah, and so right. So this fellow's putting up signs everywhere, like promotion, maybe, mm-hmm. I guess. He's, he's like the, the, the guy in the cup or the banana outfit, the grill outfit in front of the car wash <laughs> trying to get people to come in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and he's having trouble putting up his signs. He's sort of holding it up, but he can't make it stand up without letting it he's go. He's so bad at his job. He's <laughs> not great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, of course, Link helps out. And I love this because in all the darkness of chasms and Ganondorf and all the rest, you know, we've lost Zelda to, to time, whatever, there's this uh, added, whatever his name is, a uh, running around trying to put up signs with President Hudson. And I just love, <laughs> I love the kind of, I don't know, the juxtaposition between those two things. So how many signs do you reckon you've actually put up for Addison, uh, Kirk? <laughs> uh- I would say maybe around 15, 20. Wow, okay. Um, I, I yeah. will say every time I find him, I will not leave until I get the sign up. And he gives you <laughs> things. So it's not like you're yeah. doing it, you know, you're doing it to be nice, but he is mm-hmm. rewarding you with some some nice items. Yeah. So his rewards uh, are pretty good too, I find. And they're they're fun little puzzles. I, I like them more than say mm-hmm. uh uh finding the, that guy, that Korok who needs to go make it to his buddy, but he's too tired to go anywhere. Those annoy <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. But President Hudson, um, and I can give you a, a slight spoiler. I don't think it's mm-hmm. a, a big deal, but you do eventually meet President Hudson. <gasps> cool. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. I'm. Yep. That makes me want to do it even more. I've only done a couple. Like I've only encountered him a couple of times. So I've helped him when I've seen him. Uh, our friend Addison, whatever his name is. I'm going to just call him Addison. Um, so, I mean, you've done 15 to 20 and you've obviously met him at President Hudson, I mean, do you think there are many more signs to put up? It must be yeah, heaps. I, I, I don't think <laughs> meeting him impacts, um, okay. you know, it, like it, it's not like he stops and says, hey, you did this many for me, thanks. It, it's, <laughs> he, he's actually a little bit more important than that, I believe. Okay, that's cool. Um, Katie, have you encountered our friend Addison? I didn't even know if that's his name. No, but we're I, that. <laughs> I have not, but now I'm definitely going to be looking out for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what Kirk was surprised last week because I didn't encounter him well into the game like I must have been 15 hours in before I even saw him the first time uh, whereas Kirk found him you said within like 20 minutes oh. yeah yeah I came across that guy pretty quickly yeah. <laughs> it was one of the first things I came across yeah to Kirk so I, I think I've set up maybe two or three of the signs but... right there you go okay yep everyone's experience yeah, they, is different <laughs> the rewards are decent like because he'll give you like food like even mm-hmm. give you like even some cooked food um, yeah, and then some other. He might give you some recipes. I have been disappointed with with some rewards. Like sometimes it's like, oh, I'm just getting arrows, you know. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> really complex. And it, here's some arrows, and it's like, ah, oh, you know. But but yeah, it's, uh, and and the Korok. Oh, I'm 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 done with the Koroks. Uh, <laughs> any Korok, I you know. So I like I'm 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 definitely not going to be that person trying to get all the Korok seeds, but. Mm, yeah i don't know how anyone could get all 1000 well i think it's 800 seeds and then 100 pairs you have to match which give you two each i think so that's the thousand but yeah 100 pairs kirk what does that sound like to you because you love that that, that, (laughs) i'd rather just spend the night in the chasm without any (laughs) without any any light Um, there was one where i had to like put him on one of those gliders 
mm-hmm. and, and shoot him over a valley to this other thing. And I was on it and I went to grab him and I fell off. And when I landed, <laughs> I look up and my glider is just disappearing over a mountain. And I thought, you know what? <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> you, you find your own way home. <laughs> the, the crimes against Korok are many. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been seeing people like trapping rockets to them. And, oh my yeah. gosh, really? <laughs> Someone made a Korok rotisserie. You know. Wow. Oh my gosh. I haven't encountered any of that. I haven't even seen any pairs apart from the one I saw at the beginning up in the Sky Island area, the Great Sky Island. Uh, down on Hyrule, I've only been finding individual ones randomly. I haven't seen any pairs, which I'm kind of glad about because I probably will feel compelled to help them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be those things like you need to you need to complete it. It's like oh okay. Yes, I know, and I'm like, but I need to get to the thing. So, yeah, I'm kind of grateful for that. Having said that, I bet you when I play like next, which will be later today, uh, I'll probably find one, and I'll be like, yeah, thanks, thanks, Kirk and everyone else. <laughs> yeah, but it is funny. I guess it is another light sided uh, part of the game, <laughs> along with President Hudson you know, to keep it a little bit, uh, yeah, not so dark and gloomy. <laughs> so, yeah. And I do wonder if, I mean, I suppose there has to be someone out there who who just wants to find all 1,000 Korok seeds. There'll be someone. And it's uh, pretty impressive. I will say my hat goes off to that person or those people. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. So I think you mentioned bosses earlier, Justin, in the dungeons. You say you've done three dungeons. Well, so I've, I've finished two. I'm on the third one. Right, right okay, cool. Um, and you said the bosses were quite, uh, I guess, impressive or at least yeah. interesting and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Any, I, like, uh, sorry? Yeah, I, I do. I'm gonna, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but I can, I right. can tell you some of the some of the features with it. like they're, they're sure. definitely much more grand. You know, like okay. the in Breath of the Wild, you had what was it, Thunderblight Ganon. Wind mm-hmm. Blight Ganon, and they're all kind of in a room. You're basically just in a room with, I guess, the the Wind Blight one. You're on top of the the flying divine beast, right? Um, so there's a little bit more open space. the The two that I fought are 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 very large. They're they're, they're big bosses. These are, um, yeah, like uh, maybe a hundred times as big as the as, as the uh, wow. Ganon, you know, so, so <laughs> they're, they're just, they're, they're massive. Um, there was kind of an interesting, like overworld boss you fought before one of them too. And, and just to give some idea, like, uh, there's a lot of like pre dungeon stuff that's happening and that's pretty, and, and, and some of that's pretty interesting. So I don't want to totally discount the, the dungeons proper as they, they call them temples, but, um, so, so think of it like they, they kind of, they have added more to these, you know, dungeons than, than in Breath of the Wild for sure, but they've kind of spread it out. So you remember like in Skyward Sword, um, it was almost, you had a lot of lead up to a dungeon, right? Like mm. a lot of puzzles and there's a lot of stuff you're just doing just to get up to, you know, the top of the fire temple, right? Like, the, and so... Uh, it's a similar type of thing in Tears of the Kingdom where there's a ton of traversal puzzles and, you know, 
some new abilities and things that you can get um, on your way up to the dungeon. And so that's Ooh. that's pretty interesting in and of itself. Um, but then the, like the dungeons proper, when you actually get in there, they were just... They're, they're, again, just a bit maybe too open, and you can solve it in just so many different ways. Like, there's some decent puzzles, but there's not that many enemies. That was one of the things with the Divine Beast. There really wasn't any enemies, and there's, like, just a handful of them. Um, so it, it, they just feel really empty, and it is kind of the... Um, it's a similar structure to the Divine Beast where you're just solving some switches, right? So you're basically like, hey, there's, there's five locks... And you're you're solving them in kind of different ways. So that's that's been a little bit of a bummer in the sense that that all the dungeons are following a similar theme with that. Uh, yeah. Where, okay. Mm. Uh, so you know, like like again in past Zelda games, the you know the the desert temple, like in Twilight Princess, right? The the Arbiter's Grounds is is just a very different temple or a very different dungeon than uh even like the snow one right that's kind of just this mansion and you're helping that uh that lady you're cooking yeti yeah the yeti you know you're cooking that pumpkin soup for them so you're finding these like yeah like like twilight princess had just such diverse dungeons and they were just Mm. really interesting and they they utilized the the unique item you got in the dungeons to cruise around like it would you're not gonna see that in these dungeons unfortunately so right yeah um but you know, they sound less traditional then, and maybe it's like their own yeah. kind of slant on the whole dungeon thing. Because yeah, you're right. In in previous games, even going back to the two D, like the top down ones, yeah. you would find an item and that would become essential in that dungeon. You know, like yeah. the hook shot or whatever, right? Like you needed that to to traverse the the puzzles or to get to the boss and even to fight the boss. Yeah. So that seems to not be the case anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's basically you can you still have your core abilities, ultra hand and fuse and all of that, and you're you're going to be using those quite a bit throughout these dungeons. But it's so it just kind of it's like oh okay, this is just a themed area that part of it's indoors, but most of it's kind of outdoors, and you can kind of you know I, I like. I, I, I'm using that phrase like, you know, cheese it. You can kind of cheese it. <laughs> so, you know, like, like some people some people are saying with, with the dungeons where they're like, ah, I couldn't figure out this puzzle. So I just like, I ultra handed a bunch of things together and I got across this thing. Or, or, like, <laughs> right. or I'll literally like climb up the outside wall. Um, like there was this one part where I, I should have used recall and I didn't. And I realized it after the fact. And I was like, oh, I could have used recall here. Well, then I just climbed up the thing to get to the the next floor. The, right. the dungeons still have maps and they still have floors, um, but the, the thing that's kind of a bummer too is they'll be like, "Oh, here's here's the location of unlocking of how to unlock these four locks," and so they kind of like you come into the dungeon and you you just kind of right away get these little four little um, yellow dots and you're like, "Hey." here's what you need to do. And so like, it just, it just reduces some of the, the fun and even discovering, you know, a dungeon or like finding, mm-hmm. finding those things. You know, it's almost like, it's like the difference, kind of the difference between like a Ubisoft open world and what we've seen with Zelda, where 
you know, Ubisoft would like throw a bunch of icons on the map. Here's all the stuff you can do, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, oh, okay, just let me actually discover the things for myself. And that's <laughs> one thing that like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom does well, but I think they they kind of shoot themselves in the foot by by giving you the locations of those because you're really kind of I'm really not even paying attention to the dungeon layout. I'm like, mm. oh, okay, that that dot. I check my map. That dot's on floor number four. Okay, I'll just go there, you know, and it, yeah, right. It, it kind, of, it does look kind of, yeah. You can use some mine carts in one of the like. There's some interesting traversal things, but it's like you're kind of like, well, I'm gonna jump out this window and just glide over there. Like, there's, there's not a lot of, I don't know, like, like, like some people would say, oh, well, well, the traditional dungeons were very, you know, restrictive, and that that's true, but like it allowed for the puzzles to be more interconnected. And I think because it's so open now, they can't do those interconnected puzzles because you can solve it in just so many different ways. But I don't know. So that's the trade-off, right? That's the trade-off. If we want these kind of more open Zelda games, it does seem like they're a little bit more restricted on what they can do dungeon-wise. But Yeah, no, that makes sense. Having Not having done any dungeons yet, I haven't... You know, I don't have that experience to, to uh-huh. draw upon. But, Kirk, yeah. do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, for, for the most part, I agree. Um, the, the one thing I think the dungeons do well is each one of them introduces one of Link's companions. Yeah. And those companions have abilities that you, you need to use in order to get through. Um, so they do a good job of, of forcing you to use those people. And then, because, um, wait, are we giving away spoilers again? I don't think it's a spoiler. I, yeah. I, I mentioned it last week. Um, they they kind of, in a way, accompany you from that point forward. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you can rely on their abilities out in Hyrule oh, and okay. the chasms and everything as well. So well, that's they, handy. They, <laughs> they, they, th- that's the one thing. It's it's like um, sort of like the shrines are there pretty much to teach you, this is how you use this ability. You're going to need to use it in order to solve the shrine. They do the same with the companions in the dungeons. Here's your companion. This is the power that he gives you. You're going to need to do this in order to get through the dungeon. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Like the companions are almost acting like the dungeon item in a way, you know. Um, okay that's interesting i I do miss the days of getting when you open that treasure chest that has the compass in it and now you can see where all the treasure chests are and you can see what you missed and what's still ahead that was always my favorite thing in in the zelda dungeons and that's that's completely gone you just got to look around Mm. and hope you find what you find yeah well and even like like even with the treasures like there's been times like like I've tried to get as many treasure chests as I as I see I'll go I'll go open them, but just the the payoff for some of them is just <laughs> it's yeah it, it, it is a bit of a bummer like you know, like it, typically treasure chests in Zelda especially in a dungeon it's like oh I'm getting a key or I'm getting I, I'm getting something special here no key. rupees or- yeah or rupees or yeah, something rupees like, would be wonderful yeah yeah, yeah rupees yeah. would be great like, <laughs> like the only time I'm finding rupees is like occasionally bigger enemies will drop them or, mm-hmm. or I'm just selling stuff, right? Like I have yeah. to just sell stuff to get them. like, there's like to get one of the, the armor setups. I'm like, it was like 700 rupees. And I'm like, how am I going to get 700? I was like, Oh, I guess I could just sell a bunch of my stuff. But, but otherwise like <laughs> not seeing rupees at all. So yeah, sometimes under rocks, there are mm-hmm. rupees, but not many. 
and that, uh, ghost rabbit or whatever you can yeah, shoot those oh, arrows. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And you can shoot that multiple times and, and get, get some more. Yeah. I wasn't sure what to do with that ghost rabbit. I was trying to sneak up on him and grab him, but yeah. he always hears me and then runs away. <laughs> so, but he leads you to caves, right? Is that his job? Yes, yeah, I guess maybe. so. I guess yeah. I have seen them in New York cave entries. And then there's that other blue thing that's kind of weird. Look, it's bigger, but you oh the bulb of frog. What is that? What it's called? Bubble frog. Yeah, the bubble, bubble frog. frog. Yeah, and, and it drops. I was ask little, about that. Mm. Yeah, it drops these little bubble. Yeah, yeah. Things like crystal things. It was like, yeah, crystal snowflakes. Or yeah, something. crystal snowflakes. Yeah. I still don't figure, I figured out what those things. Do. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm just <gasps> killing this oh. frog. <laughs> I I have worked that out. I was going to ask yeah. if you guys had done that, but no. Have you? Do you do you know what to do with those, Kurt? I haven't done it yet, but yes, I've I've had tips from people who are like, "Hey, you've got some of those. There are these dudes who love them. You got to go talk to them." Yes, there so is. I, I haven't there is, been there yeah. yet. Yeah, the we won't give away. Stable, I think they're guiding you to. I just haven't gone to that stable. Well, for me, it was outside of a random cave. Um, I saw these two people fighting. They're brothers, I think. Uh, they're not humans. I don't know what what sort of species they are, but they, you know, humanoid, I suppose, uh, and. They, one of them in particular, really wants those bubble uh, gems. I think they're called the things that you collect from the bubble frogs. Yeah, he's really keen. He really, really wants them really badly. So, uh, once you find him, you can trade them in, and he gives you stuff. So, yeah. Interesting. And it's a bit like President Hudson in that you kind of follow him around. Like, it's not. I mean, it's not like a puzzle like President Hudson, but it's in that he randomly will appear in different places. And you can trade in your things, kind of thing. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think where I first encountered that pair. And it may be like it may be like the Hudson, like our Addison friend. It may be that they randomly go to different places. So it might not be the same spot. But it was outside a cave. I think it was to the west. I can't remember. It was pretty early on and I didn't have the glider. It was the te- it was the shrine kirk that I was talking about where I had to leave because you needed the glider to complete the shrine. Okay. And that's yeah. when I realized I, I couldn't – I needed to go back to Lookout Landing and actually do the thing and get the, get the glider. So, yeah, that was uh, fun. Speaking of getting arrows in chests, there was one shrine uh, that I just did recently. It was called the Kitawak Shrine, and there were arrows in the treasure chest there, which I was like, oh, arrows, thanks. Yeah. But <laughs> – but you did need them to complete the shrine. So I was thinking, and I didn't realize that at the time, but then afterwards I thought, oh, maybe that's why they gave me arrows in case I didn't have any. I don't know. Do you think? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've noticed that too. They, they've been putting some kind of just yeah, general use, general purpose items in there. I guess mm-hmm. that like in an older Zelda games, you'd have a pot, right? You have some pots yeah. in that room that uh-huh. have those things. I haven't really seen pots really. Yeah. But, no. but yeah, Sky Island. Yeah. yeah, I think there was some in the Great Sky Island at the beginning. That was about it, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like those would be kind of nice. So you just have some pots around them. The treasures are truly like, yeah. like, like every treasure, uh, treasure quest I'm, uh, treasure chest I'm opening, I'm just kind of like, please be something good. But I'm just like, <laughs> something bad, you know? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it is like that. Another Fingers weapon crossed. you yeah. don't have room to carry. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. That happens a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is one thing. I've been getting a lot of rusty weapons. And I think, you know, because they have the fuse ability, they're like, oh, it doesn't matter. Rusty weapon, just fuse it to something. It's, it's got, breathes new life into it. And it's like, yeah, mm. but it's 
still not as well, nice as that. Um, when I went to talk to Pura and she sent me to the, the general guy. Yep. Um, <laughs> he said something to the fact that, or no, there was another gentleman maybe oh. there, but he said something to the fact that all, all, weapons, all weapons are decaying. Have right? been, yeah, decayed. They haven't found any oh. nice weapons or. Yeah, that's right. Weapons. And yeah. so he's like, the only thing we can do is strengthen them. So I'm yeah. guessing that that's it. Like we're Just not going to find a actual like nice weapon. Nice weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've even found some themed ones for like Goron and Zora, but they're all, all decayed. They're all, mm -hmm. all in bad state. So yeah, I guess that's just maybe part of the story or. Mm -hmm. Have you I'll done any interesting Goron. fusing with weapons? Mm. Like gemstones and stuff? Because I, I found a few, I guess they're whiz robes that fly around and oh. attack you with, um, wands yeah. and they're kind of hard to beat but when you do you get the weapon and it's like a staff with a gem on the end and it gives you like mm. you can freeze things or you can zap things with electricity mm. have we kind of seen any of those floating around i've i've gotten the wands or i've seen the little little wands but they're just um i haven't fused anything to them mm -hmm. uh, there was an interesting one that i that i saw but it was just a video Someone took a Lazalfos tail oh, yeah. and fused it to the end of something, and it creates like this like whip effect. <laughs> wow! Like, like like the tail, like you you swing it, and then the tail kind of extends to yeah, get furls. unfurls, you know, because <laughs> the Lazalfos tail is kind of you know curled yeah, up. Yeah, right. Anyways. That's kind of cool. Hmm. It's like but, yeah, there's some interesting interesting fuses uh, happening out there. Yeah, I will say the. The arrows, I've, it's been a little frustrating when I when I'm fusing with arrows. I've got a ton of items now, and I'm mm -hmm. scrolling a yeah. lot, like <laughs> left to right. Yeah, and I, I know, like I saw, there's an option to sort by most used, so I might need to just oh, that's use, handy. Use that sort because, uh, like, sorting by type and sorting by the other. It's either at one end or the other. You're like I'm like, oh, I sorted by yeah. type. Let me go all the way right. Oh, okay, that type is on all the way left. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. that's a good point. I've had that same issue, and I can't. And because you're scrolling through, and you, you like, what does that thing look like that I want for this this fuse right now? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and so you scroll past it, you go back and forth. Oh man, there it is. Yeah, that's right. a bit little annoying. <laughs> like I like that it keeps it on the last one you use. So if you're using one, like I use the fire one a lot, the fire flower thing, whatever it is. Yep. So that usually is there for me. But then if I move on to, say, a bright bulb, if I want to light up something and then I have to yep. find the bright bulb, then I have to find the fire thing again. Or if I yep. want to ice someone, oh, what's the ice flower look like? <laughs> yeah. I, I would I would really like it if they did like a favorites or, a, or, yeah. or something like that. Like I could, I could mm. say – I could save a fuse recipe, right, so to speak, mm -hmm. and and maybe if you had like a little radial menu that came up that um, you just either held right at, on it and then you just like, oh yeah, here's my fire arrow or my, you know, ice arrow, mm -hmm. and then, I don't know, just to have some sort of favorites, it's just it's a little cumbersome right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would I would love that too. <laughs> uh, and the eyeballs, I guess they're useful as well. I think once you've started. Uh, attaching eyeballs to arrows to shoot things it's hard not to because it's, yeah. it's just yeah. so much easier yeah, it's like it's like every arrow needs that right it's like yeah. i got tons of keys eyeballs let's, let's make all of them homing arrows but yeah 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 exactly <laughs> it's so handy uh yeah i do like that um i was gonna ask something else just then what was it uh oh i know this might be a silly question but speaking of fusing 
So arrows, easy, right? Well, not easy. It's cumbersome, but easy to do in terms of you just hold your, hold your bow, you press the up, you know, the D-pad. When you want to fuse something to a sword, the only time I've done it is when I'm holding the sword and there's something on the ground and you can fuse, right? But what if you've got something in your item catalog that you want to fuse to your sword? Do you have to drop it and then do that? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is unfortunate. Like that, like the fuse is honestly the one I've used the least other than the arrows, right? Like obviously we're, we're using fuse a ton of time with the arrows, but it, it, it's a little cumbersome. Um, like, like a fuse seems very opportunistic. Like I would use it. Yeah. If there's a rock right next to me and I need to mm. break through, you know, there's like some, some rubble that I need to break through with a rusty sword and attach a rock at the end, you know, cool. But I, I, I'm very rarely intentionally fusing a sword. Mm. Right yeah, now. I find the same. Like I definitely want to have something with a rock on it in my kind of inventory just in case I come up to something that needs smashing <laughs> and there's no yeah. rocks lying around or, you know, I'm like, oh, I really wish I had something with a rock on it right now. So I like to have one in my in my kind of collection ready to go. But yeah, generally, the other one I like to do is when you get the what's the skeleton little dudes called? Uh, the Stalfos. Yeah, yeah. When you you know smash them and you can attach a Stalfos arm to a weapon and it becomes yeah. really strong, it adds like twenty or something attack. Yeah. Uh, they're very fragile though; <laughs> they break really easily, <laughs> but they're very strong. So I like to do that too. Yeah, but it is a bit opportunistic. That's a really good way to put it. Um, Kirk, since you're fifty hours in, do you have any tips? Unfusing? <laughs> do you use it a lot yourself? Uh, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly when um, when I'm in the dungeons and I'm approaching approaching uh-huh. the tougher guys, you can sort your items by attack power. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I will do that. I will see what adds the best attack onto a weapon. Um, and right. I actually got again this tip from Sam. Um, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, then that, uh, uh, will help you get through a lot of fights that maybe would have been pretty tough other words. Cause it, it can more than double the uh, power of a weapon sometimes. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. you, you end up able to cut through things pretty quickly. Otherwise, yeah, it, it is one of the items that I forget about doing and the whole hassle of having to throw it on the ground and then fuse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems a little cumbersome as well. Yeah. I think for me, I probably use Ascend and Ultra Hand the most. I keep forgetting about Recall, actually. I haven't used that all that yeah. often, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, recall and Fuse are, are underutilized so far. Yeah. There was that there was that one dungeon where, like, like in hindsight, it's like, oh, that was literally meant for Recall. And I... All <laughs> <but laughs> right. I, but, like I, I literally like I used Ultra Hand. I moved this thing around, and then I was like, oh, I should have used Recall on it. And then, and then I used Recall on it, but I moved it around so much, so it just recalled it back to where it was late. So I lost the I lost the history that I needed to. Oh, to that's funny. It needs like a reset or something, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. it like it remembers back to a certain yeah, like. It's remembering like what was the most recent motion that happened on it, right? So, um, yeah, if something drops from the ceiling, and if you re- use recall, then you can ride it up. But if you then like, oh, I'm going to move this thing around now. <laughs> yeah. Now it just remembers the recalling of where it, it 
it was, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's a good tip. Good tip yeah. when so, I get when yeah. I get so to that dungeon. If you, yeah. if you see something falling, like you know, you cause something to fall. Ride that thing. Ride that thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> use, use recall. Use recall. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, I have one more question, which is about something I noticed uh, near the near the geoglyph when I was exploring near Lake Hillia. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was a dragon in the sky. It was like this long, thin, almost like a Chinese dragon. Have you seen these flying around? Has I mean, anyone encountered these? Other than the first one at the beginning in the Sky Islands, I have mm. not seen another one. Yeah, I haven't seen right. them. Kirk, have you seen yeah. them? Yeah, okay. I, I've seen a couple of them. In fact, I, I think it's one of the cooler elements in the game when you're like just looking around and mm. really far off in the distance in the sky. You can barely make out this, yeah, like like yeah. snake-like thing just kind of floating around. I'm yeah. Like, oh, man, I can hardly wait till I can get to that. Yes, oh, right? No. And I haven't got to it. I've, I'm, it's, there's one flying around where I am at the moment in the Great Plateau kind of area. And, I mean, you – I'm thinking I need to go up to the Sky Islands to reach it, probably because it's so high. Uh, so I won't say what it does because I do know because I have a friend who's who's encountered them properly, like actually uh, seeing what they can do. But it's really cool. It sounds really really cool. So looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, they did have dragons in Breath of the Wild. The, the same same mm. ones that would fly around, but I think there's only like three or three or four. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. And they gave you scales, right? Yeah, yeah, they give you scales. So yeah, um, mm. I'm sure they're doing maybe more with them this time. But yeah, they we were seeing some of those last time. Yeah. I did see a Gleok one time, the the three headed dragon thing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, I just avoided it for now. <laughs> <laughs> you moved out of it. Yeah, I was like, was, I was, like, was that surrounded by gloom by any chance, or was it just no, randomly? No, it was it was in the air. So this one was oh, flying okay. around. There oh, was. Wow. Uh, so it was it was fairly ominous. I was I happened to be up on some sky islands, I think above Death Mountain, and then I was I was going to Zora next, um, Zora's domain, and kind of like jumped off and was gliding over there. And I saw this big, huge thing, and I'm like, ooh, you know. And, and you can see it. <laughs> you can see it's like glowing heads, the three heads. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, let's let's avoid that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds intimidating. <laughs> oh my gosh, but yeah, that's. I'm exciting. sure that'll be fun to to fight when I have the uh, armor or the the armor and weapons and the, and the firepower to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, um, quick question before we close off for Kirk, since you're the furthest ahead, uh, obviously without spoilers, but have you encountered the Master Sword? No. No. Okay. All right. No, at, at fifty plus hours, um, uh, I, I think there may have been a memory one mm-hmm. one of the one of the Zelda memories that you get where it they they give a, it, it was part of the story. Um, mm, but okay. as for actually seeing it or having any idea where it is, no. Okay, cool. Wow, we've got so much more to do in this game, um, but it is yeah, it's just been such a fun time the last two weeks, and I look forward to kind of continuing my journey and I, i'm sure you all do as well did anyone have any kind of final thoughts or anything they wanted to add before we close things off i'm, I'm still still working on the review uh, yeah yeah but, uh, I, like I, I really want to get a comprehensive mm-hmm. you know uh, experience with the game so you know trying yeah. to do more dungeons i was seeming to do some of the geoglyphs so like it's probably going to be another two weeks that uh, you mm. know 
Um, yeah. I'll still be cruising through and hopefully see most most of what it has to offer before publishing our review. But, yeah, there's a lot of pressure there. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it's not gonna it's not gonna determine whether people buy it, the game or not, right? Like, hopefully, you've already bought mm. it. I don't think my review is going to sway that, but just I'll, I'll <laughs> still, my thoughts on. yeah, it'd be good historically because we always look back at the Breath of the Wild review that you did at the yeah. time, and you know, obviously that puts you in that time and place yeah. how you felt about that game. So it's good historically as well, I think, just to have yeah. that reference point. Yeah, have we heard anything further about sales? I actually wanted to ask um, last week when we talked about sales. I meant to ask whether that 10 million was it that they said of the first three days was that just physical copies like they don't they don't include eShop like downloads do they when they talk about sales numbers or do you think they did in this case well so nintendo doesn't doesn't include digital for the the sales tracking entities around the Mm -hmm. world but Mm -hmm. obviously internally I'm, i'm i'm pretty sure they're including Mm. they're including digital because like that was a press release that they sent out directly so they, you know, I'm sure that was including digital, yeah, but it's yeah, just yeah. like the NPD group for the U.S. And, and some of the like the European groups and some around the world, uh, they they don't include the digital sales there. But um, oh, okay, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I think it. I think it was digital. I have to look at the press release again, but um, it was kind of similar to their press release for Scarlet and Violet, right? Like they said, mm-hmm. 10 or twelve million in three days or something. So yeah. I don't. I don't think. Zelda didn't eclipse Scarlet and Violet, which kind of makes sense. You know, Pokemon's just a juggernaut all its own, but that's still very mm. impressive for for a Zelda game. Like, it still, I think, broke records for the Zelda franchise. Yeah, totally. Yeah, super impressive. Yes. Well, I'll let you all go back to your knights and Zelda. <laughs> but, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. And thank you, listeners. If you like the show please uh well, give us a like on youtube or um give us a review on spotify and or other platforms and if you would like to support us we put out a bi-monthly magazine and you can head over to patreon.com slash nintendo to support the magazine we're working on our next issue right now and it's going to be all about pikmin 4 so look forward to seeing that thank you again kirk and katie and justin and look forward to talking to you again very soon Until then, (laughs) game on, everybody. Uh, See ya.